Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. It's great to be back live in studio this morning. We're going to be sitting down with the downtown Dubois Incorporated. Uh, Julie Stewart is the current executive director and also the outgoing executive director. And we'll be sitting down with Shirley DeRouge as well, who will be the new executive director of downtown Dubois Incorporated. We'll do this right after this ad. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Community County Services for local, family-based mental health. Hi folks, are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services, we provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement, live in the studio this morning with uh, Julie Stewart, who is the interim executive director of Downtown Dubois Incorporated. And I'm going to be joined by Shirley DeRouge as well, who will be the incoming new executive director of Downtown Dubois Inc. But First, we'll start with Julie Stewart. Julie, good morning and welcome to Contact. Good morning, Michael. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh, this is uh, going to be a great conversation, an important organization. But we'll start with you. You have been the interim director, and I got to believe you're both excited for uh, what's coming, but also looking back at everything that you've accomplished at uh, Downtown Dubois, Inc. Oh, my goodness. Well, as, as some people know, this is my third venture into, into this realm. Um, and Shirley and I actually worked together during the first round of this program, which started um, approximately 2008. So we have a little history together, and I think, um, you know, sometimes things happen for a reason, and so here we are, and I think we've hired the perfect person for this organization going forward. So, yeah, really excited. Yeah, really exciting, and I would agree with you. I think it's an excellent hire. Um, I would say, a, from my perspective, a tough job, but a super, super important job. And we want to make sure why the community understands that downtown Dubois Inc. exists and what their role is. So let's start with you, Julie, on um, there are a couple things I want to talk about. One is I know you've done a very important parking study. We want to jump into <laughs> that. But let's talk about downtown Dubois Inc. for a minute. Yes. Who does it serve? What kind of programs do you offer? Uh, those types of things, so people right. understand. Well, it is a couple of key factors. Is we are not we are not part of city government, and I think that has been confused in the past. We're also not part of the chamber. All of those are integral to us and are good partners, but we're a standalone five hundred one c three and have been from the beginning. We did start off um, under Dubois Renaissance, which is a different organization, and subsequently we spun off and formed our own 501c3 about four years ago, and which is Downtown Dubois, Inc. The goal of our program is really simple. It is to improve and promote Downtown Dubois, and that is the businesses, the residential components, people who live here, the visitors, the events and activities, the um, the, the literal infrastructure of the downtown anything that has to do with enhancing it and keeping it as the hub of this region that it has always been is what we're all about so that covers obviously many different 
realms. It you sure know, does, and I, and I <laughs> it's think a little broad. It yeah. is broad, but it's uh, again, I want to stress, very important. And you do work with city government. You do yes, work with local course. business owners. Tell us, like, who who is behind downtown Dubois Inc.? Is that the business community? Are they the ones? I would say that's probably one of our key, you know, use the word constituents. Yeah. Um, we have a board of directors that is our, as far as how we operate in our organizational. Um, Your structure. Comp- the mm-hmm. structure. But, um, yes, I would say the business community working with others as a liaison to that business community is key so we meet with you know people outside the area like our legislators um state local federal um different organizations that are um, like council on the arts pennsylvania um department of agriculture believe it or not we're considered you know have have relationships in that area appalachian regional commission Mm -hmm. that's we're actually part of that. So it's really interesting. I don't think people realize the the things that we have, the ability to, <clears throat> excuse me, to um, be connected to within the downtown. So it's a lot of things that, um, resources that we have, that, that we have access to and, you know, have through the years have done that really well. And and, you know, now we're kind of, I, I would say, at a point where we want to rebuild a lot of that because I think everything over the last few years has been hit hard and, and we're in a rebuilding phase just like a lot of people. Right. And so I want to talk about uh, some of the programs, the, the one that I think most people know about, and it seems to be popular. I saw mm-hmm. lots of different Facebook posts and social media posts about it. That was the Grapes and Hops tour that yes. just happened on that was just Saturday, this past I believe. Weekend. Yes. And I was sad because I was out of the state on business, but didn't get to attend, but it looked fun. I think I saw Shirley was there. Oh, oh I, yeah, she was. And she in a lot of the photos that you're seeing out there are wonderful ones that she has taken, and you know, which we really appreciate. She's got that skill that I certainly don't have. <laughs> so you're going to see a lot better quality photos coming from the downtown group. At well, this those point. are very important too. But tell us it about is. Grapes and Hops tour, and tell us. I mean, it seems to be very popular. Yes, it is put on by uh, Downtown Dubois Inc. Like how did it come about, and what was your purpose behind it? Well, th- this is one of the longer-running um, wine events in the region that was of this format. So, and this was actually started by our second director. Her name was Karen Vanderhoff, and uh, I thought I think it was a great idea. So, this is I think twelve or thirteen years ago. That's how long we've been doing it, and the idea is twofold: get different people that may not ever be exposed to downtown into the different businesses it's not a shopping day by any means but it's an exposure day it's let's put a winery or a distillery or a brewery into you know whatever business anywhere from two to five hundred people come through this year we were right about in the middle of that number so we had a good amount of people walking around and everybody's having a great time and we i don't know it's 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 a good fundraiser for us as well as a good adult community event right so it 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 serves a lot of purposes yeah it certainly does and if i understand it you go around to different businesses that are participating in it uh you have adult beverages or food or whatever and and music and different the different venues we had um maybe a record number of 
wineries and vendors this year in 15 different businesses. And so it was that was it was a great time. And it's hard to compact that all into a three or four hour time frame. So we're in the middle of sending out surveys to see what we can do better. And, you know, but each year it's a little little bit different. But there's there's lots of uh, lots of fun to be had. Some people would like to see it more of a festival Hmm. um, set up as opposed to the tour. So that's something we'll look at. But yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So, so there's there's lots consider. of ways to do. Yes, yeah. absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to jump into something that's always on everyone's mind, uh, and that is parking. And yes. I know that you've been a part of a, a downtown study uh, regarding parking. And I also know that you gave your report to city council, but that <laughs> night may not have been the best night. And nope. Not your fault, but you were sk- pre-scheduled. And right. I think it kind of got glossed over, if I'm being honest. Oh, not my that goodness. it's not super important. There were just a lot of things going on at that yeah. meeting, <laughs> and I think the press kind of dealt with other things. So I wanted to give you an opportunity to tell us about this important, important parking study. Uh, no one wants my opinion, but it looks like we do have parking we at certain hours of the day anyway. We do, and, and, I, and that we, we commissioned this study, and we did work with the city on it, but we... Um, had the opportunity to have a Penn State intern that, that worked with us, so we were a little bit constrained by him being done with his internship as far as our timing, so we had to do it, and we didn't know what was going to be happening at all these different meetings either. I it, That did uh, that was not great timing, but here we are. Here we are, yeah. <laughs> and we'll be marketing the results of the survey, you know, going forward, but the the bottom line takeaway from it is we we have a lot of parking spaces. They are not always in obvious locations or where people think they should be. You know, in an ideal world, everybody would like to see 500 spaces right in the Pershing parking lot, right. which is impossible. But that's the only parking that most people even think about. Sometimes people think about the street parking. Sometimes they think about some of these other locations like the library and so forth but we we have made some inroads one of the things identified was we need to do better um, labeling of things and we meaning the city because they're the only ones allowed to do that type of signage and we're a little bit restricted because of 219 the type of signage that we can have directing people to parking is very specific according to PennDOT rules because we're a I don't know what it's called, like a class A route right through the middle of the city. A little bit different than some of the towns around us. Mm. They can do a little bit more creative signage. So anyway, identifying the parking lots, but one that people are not often aware of is the one that's right behind our building here on Scribner. So directly across from the city of Dubois building, it's free parking. It's a big lot, never filled. And it's an easy, you know, maybe 100 yard walk at the most and that's where the bank drive-through was that is correct and so that is correct i think most people don't think about that one i don't believe we really advertise it but it is open to the public we are going to be pushing that fact that that is an accessible lot and it's you know relatively easy to find part of the recommendation and actually at the city's suggestion they applied for a grant to be able to re sort of resurface and remodel that lot to create 20 more spaces. So I'm hoping that that, 
I know there's been some discussion about other things happening with that. Yeah, I, I, I think there's a discussion about selling it as well. So I've heard that. Um, that came on the table, but I think to your point, um, the gr- they did look at a grant. They're looking into... Uh, well, they've I applied think, for the grant yeah, as far I as I know. So Chris Nasuti said it would uh, accommodate a certain amount of more parking spaces. Yeah, 15, that would, 15, 15 more. Yeah, that would be free, at least at the moment. And... And the reason that is, if I may, is when, and this is the case with a lot of uh, things downtown that people don't quite grasp, and it took me a while to grasp this. When the city applies for certain types of funding, a lot of times there are strings attached to that. So, for example, some of these buildings that have been torn down due to fires in the past, if you use certain types of funding, you cannot develop that unless you have like so many units of low-income housing right or you may have some other stipulation the low-income housing one is common though and so um, that's why we have the vacant lots it's not necessarily that people aren't doing anything it's there has to be an interested investor that is willing to pay Mm -hmm. the difference between like if they don't want to do low-income housing they have to pay the difference in what the teardown fee was. So if it was eighty or a hundred thousand dollars, well, that makes it much more difficult than to develop that lot. So I think that's a flaw in the grant process, and that's mm-hmm. probably something that we should all lobby for at the state or federal level. But you know, at this level, we just have to deal well, with what is right. I totally and, agree with you. I think some is just a basic misunderstanding of why we have some of these holes that people right. do openly complain about. But it's actually and I agree. Out of I mean, hands. we hate it yeah. too. We, that the worst thing in a downtown environment, and and we've had this. You know, anybody in in an in an older state like an eastern state like Pennsylvania with old downtowns that have buildings that are more than a hundred years old. The, the infrastructure and people being able to develop those buildings and keep them in good repair is, it's very tricky. And when the market is not uh, there for the rents, even trickier yet. So, you know, we're very fortunate. We have people that have, have had an interest in downtown that have put in money um, just really because they wanted to see things be better. They weren't doing it really for monetary gain. No, um, definitely some investors doing that because uh, the amount of money it takes to rehab these buildings, it takes a while. And when I say a while, I mean 30 years to get your money back if if you're fortunate enough to get it back. Correct. And But we do have a lot of good things happening in the community, and I think that's why, you know, people like Shirley, people like myself, people like you are – you know, we know that there's a reason to be interested in yeah. this downtown specifically. Look at all the really amazing things that are happening around us. Absolutely. And, and so, I would say to that point, um, we do have these beautiful ball fields, but we also have a unique downtown that while we're attracting all these folks, they want to come to a place that has restaurants. And we right. fortunately do have some new restaurants downtown. Yes. Obviously, Luigi's has been an anchor for, oh I don't know gosh. how many years 25 now, 25 years. years. They, they just, just celebrated their, 20- their anniversary. Yeah. They're an anchor downtown. Uh, we've added, uh, Dr. Rice has made investments and added new restaurants as well. Uh, the Winkler Art Gallery continues oh to goodness. be yeah. a beautiful place Fantastic. to go and, and uplifts our downtown. There are great things going on. Uh, unique stores downtown. I just think uh, parking 
obviously goes hand in hand with that. So it does. what's your thought? Do we have the spots? We just need to advertise them. I mean, I would say really what you said at the very beginning, at certain times of day, things are challenging, but there is, there's honestly, because we studied this through the course of the whole summer and a little bit from the spring and, and the previous holiday, there's never a time when you cannot find a space. Like a lot of cities, you, you literally have to drive around until any space becomes available. We don't have that problem. You may have to walk a block or two, but that... I guess that's the part that's comical because we all travel and we mm. just expect that when we go to Pittsburgh or State College, if we're prone to go to the bigger cities, it's, um, but you know, you have a, a, a bias when you're in your own community, you want it to be convenient, you want it to be easy. And I don't blame anybody for wanting that. But the reality is the parking is there. But we as an organization want to be able to really help facilitate people knowing Right. where to go. So if they see that the Pershing lot's full, then, oh, let's go down here to the library. There's always spots at the library, almost always. Right. The Scribner lot, always spaces always available. Spaces. Street parking, even. A little more challenging. People don't like to parallel park, but a lot of times there's parking available. You might have to walk a block. Sure. So and with that, we're going to take nobody... a break, but I want to thank you for your insight on that, and we can finish that conversation okay. when we come back. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Lifespan Family Services, located in the Dubois Mall for local adoption and foster care services. Lifespan Family Services provides foster care and adoption services. How do you become a foster resource parent? Well, there is a check done to make sure you are financially, physically, and mentally fit to care for a child. Clearances must be obtained, your home inspected, and trainings provided. You probably qualify, but you must apply to know for sure. Call LifespanFamilyServices.com to apply to become a foster parent. That's LifespanFamilyServices.com. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. We're live in studio with Downtown Dubois Incorporated, sitting with Julie Stewart, who was the interim executive director, and Shirley DeRouge, who is the new executive director. We're finishing up our conversation with Julie Stewart about parking and uh, all the great things that are going on through uh, Downtown Dubois Inc. But I want to also focus on the fact that you're wrapping up your time here, and this uh, you get to reflect, uh, if you would, for us on uh, some of the things that you've seen happen maybe even over the last few years you've been in this job. Well, I, uh, coming on this last time, I was only going to be here for three to six months maximum. I've been here nine or ten months now. so It, it always it, works out that way. Well, and, and I, but I now know the reason. It's because Shirley was available and things worked out at this particular timing. So I feel like think there's a little karma there and I think that's a good thing. Um boy, I I love downtown. I don't know, I've always loved old buildings and I'm I'm a transplant, but I've lived here over 25 years. So it, you know, it has become my home. I raise my children here and it does make me feel good to see that things are on a progress forward. And I think um, things always seem to take too long, no matter where you are. But I think I feel like we're at a good place to really make some giant leaps in downtown. I own a building downtown, I'm going to be opening a business. So I'm invested in multiple ways in the success of downtown. So I, I, I just wish the best for all of us for the, 
you know, the businesses, the property owners, the people that are living downtown, the people we want to want to live downtown, um, the visitors, you know, all of it. And our city, you know, we, we want to be the hub of a great city. And I think that's, you know, we're, we're, of course, there's been a lot of chaos lately, but I think that will, of course, resolve. And we're happy to be uh, hopefully an uplifting part of the future. Yeah, absolutely. And we're a resilient city and no doubt the best days are ahead. And I think Obviously, downtown Dubois, Inc. will uh, continue to play a role in that. So just on behalf of the residents of our city and this show, we just want to thank you for your service to us because I know it was a it's a tough job. It's not an easy job to uh, bring all these folks to the table and have these discussions about important things such as parking ordinances surrounding rentals and businesses and what the downtown should look like lots of conversations there sometimes not the easiest conversations but you handled it and no doubt Shirley will handle it as well oh absolutely yeah no we're we're good thank you yes you're very welcome but I do want to bring in our new executive director of downtown Dubois Inc Shirley DeRouge and that's a name that most people would recognize whether it was uh, things that she's involved in in the community or whatnot but a great background, and I think you're a great hire for this position. So welcome to the show, Shirley. It's great to have you. Good morning. Well, thanks for making time. Um, just a couple of questions. We want our listeners to know, like, this is a tough question. Like, who is Shirley DeRouge? And maybe you can give us a little bit of background about who you are and uh, why you're probably a great fit for this job. Well, um, you know, the basic personal things, I'm a mother, a wife, and a business owner, but um, I I formally worked for the City of Dubois and the Redevelopment Authority from 2002 till 2010, and as Julie stated earlier, I um, assisted with the downtown group um, from like 2007 to 2010. And so you're not new to this world. I mean, you no. understand what's going on and what's happening and you have the background necessary to understand both what the city of Dubois, the entity is seeking for its residents while representing those residents and business owners and you're a business owner yourself. Yes. Which is, I think important because I think uh, in this position, it's important to know what local business owners are facing. Exactly. I have, you know, with my with my business, the same issues and concerns and just overcoming all of those. And I, I can relate to them on that. Right, which is important because that is your constituency, as Julie said earlier, is both the business owners and the yes. residents, right? Yes, so do you want to talk about what any like plans you have or anything that you're how long have you been on the job now officially because I do see you in the office when I walk by <laughs> um this is my second week this is um, your second, second week <laughs> and we've already yes. put you on, on contact on the, yes. yeah we're putting you on yes. the spot this morning but um we're looking to expand our social media on various platforms we have Facebook Instagram potentially moving even in the direction of TikTok just to reach uh, a larger audience. Sure. And um, with that, the reason for that is to get the involvement of our youth and younger generation, get them involved in the downtown and more volunteers and just 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think even with all the baseball uh, and softball, the sports that come in, uh, you want to reach those younger folks who are coming, and they'll certainly tell their parents where to go and what to see in Dubois when they're visiting (laughs) here, right? I mean, that's... That's got to be a yes. way to reach yeah. them. I mean, athletics in this town is a huge. huge. Yes. And so, you know, you got to target th- those individuals, those athletes and their families. I mean, their families are here. And like even like with the ball games, the tournaments and stuff going on, mm-hmm. they're in between games and they need something to do. So let's. Absolutely. Entice them to come into our downtown. And Absolutely. Be part and of a boost everything. to our local economy. Um, yes. One last question. I know we don't have much time, but uh, what are you? You got to be excited about this position. Yes. Um, I know it's sad <laughs> to see your friend go, but now you'll be the executive director. But I have a feeling Julie will be around to help you. Yes, I, I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Just right down the street. Right down the street. Anything that you're looking forward to or that you definitely, I know you want to build social media. Do we have Mm -hmm. a website or Facebook you can share with us? We do. Um, Our website is downtowndubois.com. Very cool. Yeah. Well, we want to make sure that our listeners uh, go and check that out. I know when I'm out for a walk, uh, you're located in the sunny building and we can, you can wave to Shirley through the window. She's definitely sitting right there. So right here. Uh, ladies, I want to thank you. This is very important, Downtown Dubois Incorporated. I want to thank you, Julie Stewart, for your service. Shirley DeRouge, we look forward yes. to what you bring as the new executive director. We wish you well. Thank, thank you. you. Have a wonderful day. You too.